Hello and welcome to Signal of Doom and it's a very special snapshot episode of Flashbacks. I'm here with Adam the Computer coming in from Dayton, Ohio. Adam, how are you? Hey man, uh, it's good to be here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's rock and roll, man. I mean, it's been a long time. I just heard... I just heard a loud noise behind me and it distracted me. But yes, it's great to be here. So excited to talk about The Flash. Was it Baroness? Was she behind you? (laughs) No, no, actually it wasn't. (laughs) Sneaking up on you just when you're trying to do some communications. Now, look, firstly, uh, apologies for the delay in flashbacks. We've had a lot going on. Uh, Adam's had a baby. I've been moving. There's been a lot of flux. Um, Mm -hmm. But we will be doing a more flat to finish off the mark wade stuff but i wanted to schedule a flashbacks meeting to discuss the long-awaited flash movie which um we have now both seen correct adam yeah man and uh i've been excited about a flash movie for a long time Mm. uh since i was a little kid and i remember at one point i think david goyer was writing it and ryan reynolds was going to be the flash and really so excited for that yeah wow so yeah you know very excited to see it yeah, um, I did not know that about Ryan Reynolds. I do vaguely recall. I mean, a million people have been attached to a Flash movie, and this Flash movie has... I mean, how long in years? It's got to be six or seven years that this Flash thing has been in development. Like, it's been a long time. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I read Ezra Miller was mm. cast as the Flash, like, the same week that the Flash TV show started airing, which was nine years ago. Wow, so, that's you know, crazy. Think about that. That is nuts, and obviously a large part of... I mean, there's a lot of reasons for this movie being delayed, but a large part of it would be the, um, what do you call it, like the sort of failed start of the DCEU, whatever you want to call that, the cinematic DC mm-hmm. universe. The, the fact that it's never really gotten fully going with full momentum, it's always been a bit of a stop-start affair. I think that hurt... It, but watching this, and I'll get to my thoughts on it, but I was thinking to myself, this doesn't feel like it would have been impossible. Like it was, it, do you know what I mean? I was I was kind of a bit like, I don't quite understand all the delays. I guess the multiverse and the cameos impacted it well, a bit. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, I know for one thing is they just kept not being able to nail out a story at one point. Ezra Miller was reaching out to Grant Morrison, yes, uh, and they were working on a story together. And well, they kept uh, having different directors come on and leave. Like uh, Chris Miller and Phil Lord would have been really good. They were attached, I think, for a while. And wow, the guys that did the Dungeons and Dragons movie were attached. What really? So, uh, Lord and Miller are they the ones who did um, Spider Verse and Lego? Um, they're the producers and the Chris. They both wrote the sequel, but one of them wrote the first one, so they're heavy influence. They did the Lego movie, they did the yeah. Twenty One Jump Street movies. So right. to me, you know, those guys are pretty much, um, you know, really solid. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they were. Um, yeah, I mean, they've got more strings to their bow. I know they had a a bit of a mishap on Solo, wasn't it? They got fired off Solo, but then they yeah, have gone on to pretty big success. Well. <laughs> no, yeah, right, okay. So I'd call them pretty hot directors at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you mm. know, since we, I'll just say it real quick, since mm. we talked about Spider-Verse, mm. great sequel and a better mm. movie than this one, personally, but... Um, oh, definitely a better movie yeah. than The Flash, um, mm-hmm. which I even, and I will say this, spoilers, I had fun with The Flash, but, 
as a movie, I, but I think Across the Spider-Verse 1 and 2 are absolutely excellent films. Like, like I would, I would throw yeah. out the word masterpiece, personally. But, no, yeah, I, well, I gave it a 9.5 on Signal, the sequel, and I actually think the sequel... The sequel... I, I put 1 and 2 on the same ledge as my favourite Spider-Man movies, very closely followed by Spider-Man 2, the Sam Raimi. Um, they're mm-hmm. my like if I they're my top three and honestly, in terms of comic book movies, they're right up there. I, I think they were fantastic. You know, um, mm-hmm. now Flash, obviously starring Ezra Miller as Flash. I mean, we all know my thoughts on Ezra Miller. Less annoying, it's certainly annoying in this film at times, but there's a <laughs> lot lot of Ezra in this. Uh, somehow, I as the, as time wore on through the film, I sort of didn't mind his performance so much. I I really disliked it at the start when he was ordering the coffee. That kind of character he plays. Um, Here's something I want to say: is did you find that um, Ezra was less annoying when uh, the younger character? I actually found less annoying, even though that character was supposed to be more annoying. Uh, I found him annoying. Uh, I found Ezra's straight character less annoying when he was playing okay. off the the crazy. But no, I didn't actually mind. Uh, once we got past the start and into sort of I don't know what you want to call it the the, the splintered past kind of thing, mm-hmm. I found Ezra Miller more bearable actually uh, to a point where I was. I like, agree. He's fine, you know. Um, but that early stuff where oh, he's um. And I know pronouns is they, so... Uh, I'll fuck him. Like, you know, there. I'm not going to pronounce him as they, the whole fucking thing. Like, I couldn't give a but fuck. He's lucky I don't bring up fucking Hawaii, you know? The early things... Um, you see how I just ignore you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yes, obviously very controversial uh, figure right now. But, but the early parts where he's, like, at the coffee shop yeah. and then saving the, the babies... Yep. I found him... <laughs> I found them very annoying in in those segments, but yeah, when Barry goes to uh, the Flashpoint, is not as annoying. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh no, no, I agree. And um, but I mean, pluses for this film, okay? And I had I had fun with it. Like it's cheesy fun, but I had fun. And a friend of mine said cheesy fun's the best fun, and I kind of tend to agree with her. Like mm-hmm. um, now, Affleck on the Bat Cycle. In that bad armor, I won't get a close up on that bad armor. I'm thinking about maybe getting a huge figure of that. I I would wouldn't mind that bat cycle. I loved the Batman stuff that he had. And it was blue and gray. Yeah, no, I dug that, and and I thought yeah. that was pretty cool actually. And it was fun that they gave him the the you know the couple of scenes just as Affleck talking to Barry, but then they gave Batman some proper action right at the start of the film. And and to be honest. As a huge Batman fan, I was like, oh, fuck yes, please. Like, yeah. it actually felt very um, Justice league which I think is a good move. Like, I, I, I remember being on the show with Stuart and saying, I don't know why they don't put these DC movies, they don't sort of mix and match a bit more. Like, um, I think it helps build the world and stuff. Now, that said, Wonder Woman's cameo was very gratuitous and I felt like she should have been in a bit more. Um I, I, but I would, agree. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it was a great send-off if this is the last time we're going to see those two. 
Um, I know, think she's a really good. Do a little bit. Yeah, and she didn't do much. It was just mostly gag. But yeah, it was. A, it uh, was she also had ups. that terrible, not terrible cameo, but not a great cameo in the Shazam movie. Yeah. So between the two, it's just like, all right. Well, I've got no problem whatsoever with Wonder Woman turning up in these films at all. I, I, I actually think it's a good idea. I just think she should be given more to do. I haven't seen Shazam. No, I agree. Yeah, I haven't seen Shazam. Well, yeah. yeah, the Shazam movie is maybe just a tad more to do where she comes right. back and, like, spoiler alert, she rec- resurrects Billy after he dies in battle or whatever. But it's just, like, very uh. ex machina-type plot device, uh. and she's just there for a second. And I, I just, you know, I don't necessarily think she needs to do a ton more, but it would have been nice to either have a version of her in the past, like a little segment, or mm-hmm. or at the end of the film when, spoiler alert, and by the way, there's spoilers all through this review, so kids, don't bother complaining. You know, like if you send an email, you send a tweet, you send a message, it's, it's a wasted effort. You know what I mean? Don't bother. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have thought, I actually expected when, when Clooney comes out of the car at the end, would it be cool to have Diana sitting in the car with him or something? You know? Yeah, that would have been cool. It, it oh, like, I also yeah. like that uh, Batman and Wonder Woman have a little flirtatious thing going on. Me too, um, you know, but can I say Joe this? Kelly. Yeah, that, huh? that was cool, but i got to say, I didn't like it when Batman's being played for laughs. Um, you know, and he's made to look kind of humiliated. Um, yeah, well, and Ezra being like, I've never had sex. It's yeah. just like, all right, this is just... yeah. Like, I guess it was funny, but it was a little too, like, uh, goofy. It was, it, you know what? It, it's not that it's the pacing that's off with that. It's it, it's the way, it's the end of a scene kind of thing. It's not the way to leave that scene is what I'm trying to say. Like, you mm-hmm. you basically, I don't know, it was just juvenile, the whole thing. Like, no no one, I look, she's cool. I, I actually think visually, fantastic Wonder Woman. I think she does a great job. I'm very much yeah. a supporter of her. I, I, I really like her. Um, yeah. And I would have just liked to have seen her being given a tiny bit more to do because I think she does add to a movie. That said, it, it was what it was. That's what we got. Um, the Batman stuff. I'll be honest. Mm. I never need to see her again. I never need to see any of these DC people again, to be honest. Like, I don't know why, mm. but I find them all so annoying. <laughs> well, I'll go further. But, uh, I'll go further. I'm the same. Like, I'm ready to... Wash my hands of it, you know. Like I'm, yeah. I'm ready to say I'm done. When I say I like her, I like her, but I liked her. I'm ready. If you said to me tomorrow, some new actress, uh, you know, who fits the part has been cast as Wonder Woman going forward, I'm, I'm totally fine, you know. But yeah. I, I just feel um, it, same with Affleck. I think Affleck did a good job, and I, and I always feel he got a bad bounce of the ball, you know, because like. This whole DC thing has never really, really gotten going to a point where they're so confident that they can really push the stuff out as they've wanted to. Now, I know James Gunn's involved now, and they're doing what they should always have done in taking a sort of more top-down approach and realising they've got more than about three characters and, and building properly and focusing on quality movies. What they should always have done, rather than jumping in three quarters of the way into a story which is what it always feels like and they're always playing catch up with themselves 
But I don't agree that that's the problem personally. Like, I don't think you need to start with Iron Man and then Hulk and then this and then that before you do Avengers. I just think you need to actually tell good stories. Mm. Um, you know, like at one point, George Miller was going to do Justice League Mortal, which mm. I think would have been really cool. You mm. know, mm. you do a Justice League movie off the bat. You don't really need to develop Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman too much because we know about them. Mm. You know, you could focus on some of the characters that we don't know, but you still have the presence of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. And then from there, you spin off and do the solo movies. I think that's a cool approach. But yeah. I, Look, anyway. I'm open to that as well. But, but like, I just feel that, like, when I say top-down, I, what I mean is any kind of strategy. It, it, it has always felt to me... I get you. It has always felt to me that the DCEU has always kind of stumbled its way from one movie to another and sometimes mm-hmm. it picks up a little pace and then it stumbles again and like and also i think partly it, it, they don't have a lot of they don't seem to have the confidence in it that i would have expected considering the characters and the potential and i there is no reason why you couldn't craft good dc movies you know really honestly like oh, it's, I agree. it's a failure of the producers the directors the writers you know everyone i wouldn't even say the actors i would say the the people behind it all it's always been a bit shambolic they've had some wins i I don't disagree they've had they've definitely had some wins but they've probably had more l's than w's you know and i wouldn't say they've had a win i'd say that they have good aspects but (laughs) i can't really i mean i guess wonder woman would be maybe the win when i say a win i mean box office wise i'd say aquaman and wonder woman you know, oh, I got you. Yeah, like, I, uh, I hated Aquaman. But. No, I didn't love it, but but it was it made a lot of money. You know, and it, for them, that's a W. But overall, I feel that they've been more mediocre more often than not. Now, mm-hmm. with that said, turning to this film, uh, knowing all the problems that this thing has had getting produced, the problems with the star, the problems with just the whole DCEU, just the fact that Affleck turns up for five minutes, Wonder Woman turns up for a scene. And none of them are probably going to be in another one. And, you know, I felt the start of this movie, Ezra Miller was almost unbearable early on in the coffee shop. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be a long movie if I have to put up with this. Then He plays a very neurotic. Very neurotic, but, like, it's the same performance I feel like I've seen from him, like, ten times, you know? And I'm like, okay, that it is what it is. Uh, and I've got to be honest, I do feel... The gimmick of the speed star uh, was done best in the X Men movie. Was it Days of Future Past? And every single time we see the slowed down time, although I think it's cool, it's kind of like I feel like it's been done and done and done now. <laughs> and I'm just like, we get it. I didn't mind it um, that where he saves the people. I, I fucking loved that it opened up with Alfred talking to Ezra Miller on the sinkhole, and I was like, wow, we're in the middle. I love that we cut to the middle of sort of an event, you know? Yeah, um, that is cool. I, I will say, I you it. were talking about the slow motion thing. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think where they tried to one-up it is this one is like, oh, look, he's doing that as he falls from a building, which is supposed to be like, oh, it's even more impressive in that way. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I agree. I didn't... Uh, also, the CGI, pretty bad. Uh, the like, same, at one point... Uh, he, yeah. He throws a baby in a microwave, <laughs> and then when he gets the baby out of the microwave, mm. you know, because they can't show an actual baby in a microwave, it's like the CGI baby, mm. and then it switches to a real baby when it's in his arms, and you're just like, ooh, it doesn't look great. Oh, the the whole time, everyone had said to me bad CGI, and I am no visual 
um, effects specialist. But yeah. even I, I, like the whole movie at times, I was like, "Is that the best they can do?" You know, like yeah. I, I, I just and like even though I would say this, you know what looks fucking stupid? Ezra Miller when he lines up to start running, like he's about to run a race, and I'm like, why does he have a very just his whole way of running, I would even describe as stupid. Um, did you notice? Yes, I would, he does. He, <sighs> they have this really lanky way of running where they they like stretch out their arms. Are you actually? Maybe that's call, like are you actually good running? They? I don't are you know. Actually calling him but it they? looks ridiculous. Are you actually calling him they? Seriously? Like fuck I'm this trying. guy. I'm, I'm not fucking trying. Fuck this guy. Um, Look, I'm I'm not doing it out of <laughs> respect for his character, but out of respect for people that. Um, Look, you know, whatever. No one might also feel similarly. I hope no one feels similar to Ezra Miller, the fucking clown that he is. But, um, but I get your point. Now, sorry, go ahead. You were saying he's got a lanky way of running. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He has this real lanky way. They, you see, you know, you messed me up. I was in a good care. group of it. I'm trying to convey you likes, the dark side. I'm trying to convey they you. They stretch. Sorry, go ahead. They go ahead, man. Yeah, they stretch their <laughs> arms, yeah, and fucking run around yeah, like an idiot, yeah. way out, and like, like he's reaching for something, and then they come back, and it's just a real goofy way to run to me. And yes. if you're gonna have somebody playing the Flash, maybe that's the first thing you should uh, look at. <laughs> I agree. Like, see, that's the kind of stuff where I wonder what the director's doing because, to me. If 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 Superman and Fla- you know you know how Superman and Flash have run races against each other for charity and stuff that kind of thing you know like an actual mm-hmm. an actual race race like where it's like okay we're gonna f- actually work out who's fastest if he's lining up on the starting line against Superman I could forgive that Olympic style kind of start thing he does but no not for just normal running um, now I want to give some credit. Even though I agree with you in general, the CGI was f- kind of atrocious at times. Like uh, at times, at times it's really good. Yeah, like, were, the action sequences are mostly good, but CGI babies, no. Yeah, agreed. Right. Now I'll tell you something I did like, and I know some people will probably hate it. When he first runs, there was a maybe it was when he eventually ran through time, but he's no, he was running to get to. Um, he was running across water and through the cities. And I like those effects where it was just like, to me, that's the flash, like where he's going so fast. He's like a red little dot moving across the world. And you saw him <laughs> running cool. across like, yeah, a lake and through cities. And I thought that looked really good. Um, but what I, what I'm dumb as well. When he finally went through time, you know, there was like a coliseum kind of aspect where there was it was almost like tableaus of people, like a really <laughs> bad Henry Cavill, like look like a fucking waxwork figure. Um, I noticed, and did I thought you- it was a cool way to show time travel, but then you look at them all and how terrible like the CGI is in there. Yeah, yeah, I, like yeah. the the but idea the, the cool concept. But- in the movie, I thought that I thought this is actually cool and also i've not seen it done like this before where it's almost like it was just different which was a good thing you know because we're so it's like all the different possibilities were laid out around him or whatever and it was almost didn't you almost feel like you're at a coliseum and you were looking up through the rows like it did feel a bit gladiatorial 
because he was kind of in the same. Of course, you're going to bring it back to Rome. Yeah, why not? Fucking <laughs> hell yeah! But uh, no, I just thought that. But but what yeah. sucked was the way the people looked like little waxwork <laughs> figures. That Henry Cavill was terrible. I was like, why is Henry Cavill just a waxwork statue? Like, and later on they have Zod a lot in the time travel, and he looked terrible where he's killing yeah. Supergirl, and yeah, which, which is sad because I've got to say, in like I I know Michael Shannon has massive reservations about appearing in this movie, which we're going to cover on the regular show. I can read out the quote if you want, but I loved him being Zod. Like, it was so I wouldn't have predicted it. Um, I love seeing him as Zod in that armor and stuff, throwing people around, just being an all-out bad guy. It was kind of fun for me, you know. I was like, "Oh, this is neat!" Like, uh, I yeah, um, I enjoyed that. I mean, I'm not a huge Man of Steel fan, but I did think he was the best part of Man of Steel. Probably, totally agree. Totally agree. I, so I, it was I cool to tie it in. It's kind of like in the time travel. They're like, we have to throw back to other things that have happened in the DCEU, and yeah. I'm not too fond of the things that happened, but I guess it was cool. To see them, yeah, shout back to things. Well, for me, Man of Steel, I've said it before many times, was incredibly dull for huge portions of the movie, but I did like Zod, and I did like the battling at the end, so it was good mm-hmm. to see them cut to the part of Man of Steel I actually liked. And it was just fun, yeah. you know. And But didn't you think to yourself, I was like, during it, I was thinking to myself, it's kind of ironic that even Man of Steel, or I, I know it made some money and stuff, but it was never... I don't think it was. It certainly has some people who love it, but it was never love loved. You know, it, it it always felt like a slight sort of misfire in some ways, and that's the thing we're all tying back to. So we're kind of back where we started. <laughs> and it was like, so, so I have a friend that always says you. That's how you have to do Superman in the modern day. You can't do like the, you know, Christopher Reeve type thing. And I'm like. Uh, I don't agree because for one, Man mm. of Steel wasn't a hit. So like, mm. you can have a cheesy Christopher Reeve Superman and have it not be a hit. If your dark, edgy Superman, Man of Steel Superman is still not going to be a hit. Like, at least one's true to the character. But yeah, I I never was big on Man of Steel. Yeah. I don't feel like most people really care for it. But it has its fan base, and, and it has its moments. Like I I always say with Man of Steel, I liked the start at Krypton. Uh, or Krypton, yeah. as Marlon Brando would call it. And I also like the end with the battles. I, I enjoyed that end. The, the In between that was some of the most boring stuff. I, I I fell asleep twice in the cinema. I was so bored. I mean, I'd even say a lot of the battles are pretty boring just because it's just like Throwing people flying around, around, beating people up. But like, it is cool because we never saw anything like that for Superman. Yeah, man, um, I, I, I dig it. Like Sometimes, this is something I liked about this movie. It wasn't afraid to have some battles and some throwing around. Like I need a bit of that. Like Give me a bit more of that and a bit less talking sometimes, you know? I do, um, but I need I need a story to go with it, and Man sure. of Steel just didn't have that. To no, me. it didn't. It didn't. So, but that's my point. I I'm trying to what I'm trying to work around to is I do feel like they've ended up chasing their own tail all these years later. It's been almost a decade since Man of Steel, yeah, and they've never really escaped it. And <laughs> or, and Snyder's you know influence, um, they've never really. It, it's kind of like always been a bit of a botched birth. Regardless, turning to the idea of I enjoyed the CGI of him running around, uh, and I thought that looked cool. Um, when it got to what I call the vibrating, the, yeah, the vibrating was fun because you know me, Carrie Bates, Flash fan, uh, plenty of vibrating going on there. Same in the Wade Run, and um, 
it was cool to see. I've not seen Flash do that in in a movie, so I was like, oh, cool. I was like, cool. They do that's straight from the comics. You know, that's mm-hmm. they probably do it on the show a lot. I haven't watched the show in a long time, but it was for me. I was like, yeah, that was cool. Now I do want yeah. to me- mention something, um, something slightly controversial, and it's being brought up on on Signal. Um, they had thank you credits at the end. Um, Mark Wade got left out. Mark Wade got left out, which seems. Remarkable. Also, Gardner Fox got left out. The very man who crea- really? created the multiverse. Isn't that bizarre? Like, I, um, I, I just find that nuts. I, I, I Gardner have... Fox? Yeah. Gardner I Fox. thought he was in there. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I've got here something from a listener. Let me, let me bring it up. I've actually got... I've got a email from a listener, uh, Michael Kellishim, who sent me the the listing of who's literally been included. I've got a picture of it here. I'm just trying to find it. I may have accidentally deleted it. Well, he 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 wasn't listed with the special thanks. He was listed in actually like while there was still the credits were rolling. Um, it says, oh okay, uh, yeah. It says uh, Barry the Flash created by Harry Lampert and Gardner Fox. Barry Allen version by Robert Kaniger and Carmine Carmine Infantino. All right, so he's there. Okay, all right. So the picture that I'm okay, good. So I withdraw. He's only there, I think, for creating Jake Eric, I guess, because it says the Flash. You, you know, but you know what frustrates me. But but he did get a credit. Okay, good because yeah, yeah Bob Kaniger also needs a credit, but he got one. Gardner Fox needs. One. I mean, Gardner Fox is the guy who wrote the original fucking multiverse story. In you know, like come on, one two three, Flash yeah. one two three. Yeah, Flash one two three. Like so, yeah. But okay, go on. I find Wade's. Um, uh, how do you call it, um, absence, almost troubling, you know, like, and I'm no apologist for everything Mark Wade does, but I, I mean, God, the guy, guy deserves a credit, surely. I mean, what's their argument? We didn't use anything from his run? Like, I, I can imagine it was just an oversight. Yeah. I know there used to be people involved, and I think Paul Levitz was big on it, and Jeff Johns, I think I heard, was big on it, of making sure that people got their proper call-outs in those movies. I mean, Mark But I Miller just don't think they have that, but I don't get how you miss Mark Wade. like... Well, Kerry Car- Bates got a credit, and he wrote Flash for, you know, fucking 10, 20 years or whatever. David I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. think it's, like, personal. I think it's an oversight. Mark Millar's in there, you know? He didn't do much Flash. Yeah, that's what I was to say. If Mark Millar... And I, I guess the argument would be for Mark Millar that maybe it was the Dark Flash or Black Flash, whatever they call him. Um, yeah. Was his specific creation, but Jeff, yeah. uh, I mean, Mark Wade created the Speed Force. Yeah, exactly. Um, I can't think of anything else necessarily that yeah, I don't, I'm sure I, there are other things. But. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, um, so I love that. So then we get to, so we go through time, and of course, I was so fucking ready for Michael Keaton. Uh, I was just, and I've got to say, um, although I really, really enjoyed it and seeing Michael Keaton, I felt like. They should have probably leaned into him a little bit more than they even did. You know, I, I enjoyed him in it. I think he's great. I, I wanted to know why he was living alone with a beard. I was hoping he'd mention Bane. You know, I thought that would have yeah, been I really cool. I was hoping that Michelle Pfeiffer would pop in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. Um, but no, I agree. I mean, he was cool, but after his initial plot exposition, there's not much else we hear from him, I don't think. 
And also, I find it really annoying that movies, when they, you know, they love to do this thing where they bring back characters, which is great. I like that. I like seeing Michael Keaton. But they're always like, oh, but, you know, nothing really happened since 1992 and Batman Returns until now. You know, there's nothing I need to tell you about or, you know, I couldn't, you know, have yeah. a trophy of this character like like Bane or something. Dude, they but it's always done just that. like, they yeah, done nothing that. happened between then and now. You're good. You're all set to go. No, they sh- but they but I agree with you. They one hundred percent should have, because ha- you're bothering to bring him back. You know, like it's like you're bothering to get him. I'm sure they paid him a fortune. Um, he, he like just even the fact that he had that beard it was kind of like, um, you know, he was kind of almost he was out of it. You know what I mean? He he was he was he was kind of out of it. Would have been great to give him like a little bit of a limp and say. You mentioned Bane. Like Bane's a great way of saying, you know, like Bane took me off the board for a while. You know, um, something like that. Um, he did say Gotham City's crime-free now, but that kind of felt hollow when you're not given any sort of uh, no dressing around it. Um, but that said, I thought he owned the scenes he was in. You know, like you know, he's just. But it did feel like we're paying him for the, to be the promo guy. You know, and we're getting a lot of people. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just saying, we're getting a lot of people like me, guys like me, we're on the fence about Flash. For We like Flash, you know, but Ezra Miller, et cetera, et cetera. The D- Ezra Miller and the DCU put us really on the fence of whether I'd bother to go see it. But then you mentioned mm-hmm. that it's got Michael Keaton. Well, I'm going to see it, you know? So yeah. he's there for that purpose, but I and I understand that. But there's no reason why they couldn't have given a couple of lines and a little bit of fleshed out a little bit more, as you say, give us a proper shot of, I mean, was there a proper shot of his back cave where it showed, someone was telling me there was different Robin suits in there. I didn't see them. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, there was, was the last thing Keep in mind that he was supposed to continue as Batman going forward, right? Like, mm. so we were supposed to get more of him. Um, what, after and this? So, what's that? After this. Yeah, man, he was Batman in that Batgirl movie. He was Batman oh, in yeah. Aquaman too, but oh. now that's been. Uh, oh, really? I don't know. I think Affleck now is Batman again. I don't know how that makes sense. Maybe they're going to reshoot it again with Clooney. Really? Really? Yeah. I didn't. I did, he oh, was in that movie. Oh. Got cut. Oh, I didn't. Why would he get cut? Why would you cut Michael Keaton? Well, Why? they cut Michael Keaton because they. He's not Batman anymore. Yeah, but the like, original the, ending, he was going to be Batman going forward. So since they right. changed this, maybe once they decided they were going to, you know, have James Gunn come in, yeah, I but think like, it's maybe where they decided to cut him out. I think that's a mistake. I I really do. I just I I get. Would the, you rather have Michael Keaton and continue with the same bullshit we've been getting, or reboot though? No, 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 no. Definitely reboot. Uh, but but I would never thought Michael Keaton was going to be the regular Batman again, like regularly. Like in an alternate, oh, you think that would have been a mistake? Uh, I thought. Excuse me. I I thought that it was kind of like he was kind of like the alternate future or something, Batman. You know, like I didn't. No, I didn't think that he was going to be Batman going forward for you know tons of movies. I thought this was like a like a stunt. You know. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he was supposed to be. There's at least three movies. Wow. And there's even a rumor they were maybe going to do a Batman Beyond movie. Oh, uh, but see, but I would I love that. that, that's what, no, that. Sorry, that's what I thought it was. I thought that it was like, yeah, I, I thought he'd be in it, but not as your generic main Batman. Like, 
if it was a Batman movie, uh, unless it's Batman Beyond, I didn't think it would be Michael Keaton. You know, primarily because he's too old. But but I thought that he would be like the alternate Batman Beyond guy, and he might be in a time travel movie and stuff like that. Like, like in movies, yeah, I'm not sure not... how they would have pulled it off, but um, but you could. There have. are definitely pictures of him in the background. Oh fuck, uh, that's cool. Yeah, Here, I'll send you one. Oh man, I w- I love Michael Keaton. I like in general. I think he's one of my favorite actors of all time. And uh, can, can I be honest? I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. Never takes a paycheck. Never takes a paycheck. <laughs> really? I would say always takes a paycheck. Michael Keaton? It's riches, to remember. Ugh, rich. I mean, Rich is like, Michael Keaton, I love him. He just never takes a paycheck. You know, well, he took this one here. Is a paycheck. He took one here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, I love Michael Keaton. Like, I, I, I think he's absolutely... I gotta, Can I say this? This is going to sound mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. Michael Keaton is one of the main reasons I even got into watching movies heavily. Because when I was young... This, you're going to laugh at this. When I was young, young... Um, I saw Mr. Mum, and I thought, this is one of the fucking funniest movies I'd ever seen. And Night Shift, <laughs> Night Shift, Batman 89, Beetlejuice, you know, like, the guy, for me, just didn't put a foot wrong. And um, what was that one? Birdman? I mean... You like Birdman that much? I, I fucking... I know it was a big hit. I never oh, got into it. Oh, I loved it. Like... Uh, what I'm trying oh, to say, gonna say multiplicity. That was a good one. Love multiplicity. Um, Jackie love, Brown. Love, yeah. No, yeah, exactly. No, no. Just in terms of like an actor that I enjoy, you know, like to watch. He is up oh, there yeah. for me. Up there for me. Completely up there. And and in terms of Batman, I remember being in the cinema, going with a friend who was really hyping this, and I was so fucking pumped up for that Batman movie. And I hadn't read a ton of Batman comics. I obviously read my fair share, but I wasn't like like now, where I'm very, you know, read a lot. I was just like so ready for it. I, I honestly thought that that movie was so magnificent. And actually, can I say this? Disappointed that we didn't have a Jack Nicholson cameo. De-aged as the Joker. Something like that, you know? Um, I was kind of hoping that... Yeah. Hoping for something. Something like that. else would have been nice, right? Like that's why I mentioned yeah. uh, Michelle Pfeiffer would make sense because she's still alive. But yeah, yeah, if you wanted to have, you know, we didn't get to it yet, but where they show all the different multiverse worlds, and mm. you could have had Jack Nicholson shown there. Or I don't know how you would have done it. It's something in his Batcave or whatever. I'm looking at a picture here that you've sent me. Is this from this cancelled Batgirl movie? Who's the guy in the middle with the weird hair? I don't know. I think he was some villain in the movie. That guy looks like a complete clown, and and, and there's there's Keaton. Keaton looked good in the bat suit. It was great seeing that old kind of bat suit that looks like it'd be really hard to do anything in. Like there's just something about that bat suit that's very iconic, but it also looks very cumbersome to me. You know, for sure. Yeah. Like it, I I love it, um, but I just also it, it's so iconic, but it's also so cumbersome at the same time. Like I loved it when um there was that scene where he had to get them up from the um whatever you call it, like sort of like the underground bit, and he pulled out a ruler, like, or a t- sorry, a tape measure, wasn't it? Or was it a ruler or a tape measure? Calculating was the that way. a callback to, like, the first movie or something? I, or just a gag? I think it was a gag, but it was also a callback to the classic one where he said to Kim Bassinger, how much do you weigh? And she she told him the wrong amount, if you remember. Like, don't you yeah, remember? I didn't, yeah. yeah, it was like, you weigh 115 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering if he pulled out a ruler then, and I just didn't remember. I but. don't think so, but maybe in one of the Batman movies he did, 
that I can't remember off the top of my head. I, I don't remember it off the top of my head. I did like the gag, though. It made me laugh because he was kind of old school. Um, and I, I liked that he, uh, how can I say, I liked that he hacked the thing with his flip phone. And then I also loved the stuff with the Batwing. I was always... He didn't hack it. He tried to. Oh, he tried to. Whatever, yeah. But, like, it was it was cool that he was doing shit like that. I liked his Batcave with the computers and the eye thing that, you know, the eye sensor where he opens up. Like, there's stuff I really liked. And I, and if you said to me, even though I'm saying I wouldn't want him as Batman, if you said to me that you, they were doing a Batman Beyond, I mean, I think that's a genius idea. And I, and I do feel that you could have that set... It could be in an alternate timeline. You could say that, and then eventually you could have a crossover. Like, have you ever seen, um, well, I guess it's Batman Beyond. It's it's an episode called The Call, and it kind of, it, it, it I believe, it's one of the best episodes of Batman Beyond. It kind of has, like, the Justice League in the future with with Batman Beyond and stuff like that. It's really I remember cool. the Justice League in the future, yeah. It's a really cool episode. What I'm trying to say is... I would love a Batman Beyond thing and you could probably make him more kind of virile than Bruce Wayne was in Batman Beyond. You know, you could you could have him play more of a role, but I, I think it'd be awesome. I, I, I actually think people would really like it where he was the main guy. As opposed to here, he is the guy that is supposed to entice the Batman fans to come watch this movie, you know? He, they're sort of. They know this movie's in trouble. They, they, they know they've got problems at a box office yeah. before it comes out. They know that they've got. They're up against it. He's the guy that's supposed to get the Batman fans to come. Now this Batman fan came, but the box office on this. We should talk about this. Um, uh, hold on, you jumped over. You made like three points, and then no, you're don't. moving on. I just wanted to no, say I agree don't. with you. Mm. A Batman Beyond movie would be awesome. Mm. Uh, make sure you do it with like a uh, futuristic Gotham though, mm. you know, like it is in the cartoon, but yes, absolutely do that. Um, but maybe make it set part of the new DC stuff and divorced from this stuff, but yeah, sorry, de- definitely. Ahead. Yeah. 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 No, I'm not, I'm not at all, um, married to this. Like I want to get out of this current DC bullshit as much as anybody, you know, like, yeah, I think you leave the multiverse stuff behind too. Like Marvel's not doing mm. great with that. And this wasn't great. So DC, you've got your restart. Maybe just forget about the multiverse for a little bit. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, they don't. Um, I was thinking this during the um, during the show, the movie last night. I was like, isn't it funny that they take the term multiverse and they seem as confused about it as anybody, you know? I'm <laughs> fine with their with their analogy with the spaghetti and stuff, but. Um, uh, like the original multiverse, I was reflecting on it. There was a passage in the movie where I, my brain was wandering. I was thinking the original multiverse story with Flash, and yet the original storyline was him going over with Jay Garrick. And Jay Garrick was, I mean, I know when I say nowhere to be seen, there was one little image of Jay Garrick, but there was none of that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's kind of they did a multiverse, yeah. you know, with themselves. I mean, I guess really this isn't a, a multiverse story necessarily, so much as like a time travel, alternate present, uh, where you know it's like Flashpoint, right? That's yeah. what they did. They took Flashpoint, yeah, cut out all the characters and put in their own that made sense from what we've seen in the DCEU and the movies. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I agree. Right. Yeah, and that that was interesting. Um... Yeah, I it, think if you do the multiverse in the future, that's mm. the only way I really want to see it. Where it's like there's this other planet and it's got these World War II heroes on it, and mm. it's got you know Jay Garrick and Alan Scott. That would be cool. 
Well, yeah, it would be. Can I ask another question? But, why do they? Yeah. Why do they? If you watch the Just League cartoons and stuff, why do they often get it so right? You know, and then live action they struggle so much. Like it's it's like they do like why? What is the difference really? Like why can't you do a live action version of some stuff that they've done in the cartoons? Like they've done stuff in the cartoons where the multiverse comes in and out and blah blah blah. And it's been good. Definitely better. I think story. what you're forgetting though is that the cartoons or animated hasn't really been good for a long while either. Sure, but but I agree. But you could still go and watch the ones that have, and you could get you could get scriptwriters. Okay, do this, you know, and like so they've got the template where it has worked. Like I mentioned that episode, the call. I would if I'm. I mean, if I'm running DC, I'd be throwing the call episodes to someone doing Batman Beyond when they want to do a Justice League crossover and go base it on this, you know. So I think the problem is giving Zack Snyder free reign to start off your universe and then yeah. continuing on for three movies and then trying to correct it with Joss Whedon and controversial people coming in and out. Like mm. crazy amount of controversial uh, folks in and out of DC movies. Mm. Um, but now I think if you got James Gunn, maybe he would be the type of person that's like, Mm. Okay, I've seen these cartoons. Mm. I've read All Star Superman. I've read DC: The New Frontier. Mm. Things like that that he keeps talking about is mm. where I'm like, that's interesting. This is somebody that yeah knows these stories and maybe would look to them for their influence. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I, I guess we're forgetting that. I yeah. I, I guess it's just all the course correction in the world. It, it doesn't help if you've hit the rocks on the first voyage out. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, they tried to course correct with Justice League, and honestly, I know you're not a huge Justice League fan, but to me, The Flash feels most like the Justice League uh, movie. Well, I I feel that Justice League, I, I feel like this is a better version of that. You know, um, you are right; it's not a million miles off it. The original, you're talking about the original Joss Whedon Justice League. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably. <laughs> This is going to be a hot take, but I think that movie's probably honestly a little bit better than this one. Like, I really? had fun with both wow. of them. Um, but I don't, I think that uh, in a few weeks, your your feelings about this movie might change a little bit, <laughs> like they did with the Justice League movie when it came out. Well, my Justice League movie, my feelings changed very quickly. Uh, sure. Look, I'm not, I'm not defending this movie to the utmost, where I'm not like, this is a great movie, but I, I found it fun. No, I you know, I found it, I, no, I did, yeah, I mean, Genuinely to summarize fun. my feeling, I'd say not a great movie, maybe not even a good movie, but I had a good time. Yeah, so let's 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 push it forward. So what I really kind of when, I, when that first appearance of the, is he Black Flash or Dark Flash? How do you pronounce? What's his terminology? Do you know? I mean, the only thing that you know, he's not Reverse Flash, really. He's not really the Black Flash, but he looks like the Black Flash. So I'd say. Flash. That first appearance of him where he pushed Barry out of the timeline, I thought that was excellent. Excellent. He was pretty cool looking. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, I think that part was pretty cool and well done. I, I totally agree. And and I thought, wow, is he going to be um, Professor Zoom or whatever his name is? Or, you know, I was Wish. like, who's he going to be? I, I thought there'd be more to that. You know, I was like, man, that's really going to pay off. And then as they slightly started to darken the sort of, like, um, younger Barry Allen, um, I realised what they were doing. You know, I, I when, when he got the thing put in him and stuff, I was like... But that was... I actually thought that that scene... That, look, again, it's more the idea's cool. 
the when when the younger Barry keeps going back and back and back and back and back and trying to win that battle, you know, and save everyone, I was like, mm-hmm. that's a cool. That's cool. I was actually like, that's actually quite cool. I like that idea. the The way it's done looked bad, you know, as you say with the CGI with um, uh, Zod, then the fighting and stuff. Like the execution of the actual scene visually wasn't fantastic. The idea though was excellent. I thought. I, I was like, I felt like that they were just doing a slightly different riff to me. It was like, oh yeah, I don't feel like I've been down this road a million times. I'm enjoying this. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, yeah, I think that part was really strong. Yeah, uh, actually, yeah. Now that you mention it, and then you saw him, and I realized what he was going to be. I was like, "Oh, that's him." And, you know, even dumb mm-hmm. Dave in the cinema is like, "Oh, yeah, that's going to be him." Like, and um, and I was quite proud of myself when it was him. I was like, "Yes, finally got one right." And when he was talking, I was kind of like a bit less in love with it. I was like, "Yeah, I'm," you know, I could. Pro- but then I, I, what I'm trying to work out in my head is. It wasn't just that battle that that Black Flash had been in. He was doing it to lots of other shit as well, was he? So he was just, he was going through the timeline, like, all the time. Is that right? It wasn't just that battle? I I mean, I don't think we could necessarily say, but I would assume that I kind of thought it was just him trying all these different ways to to fix that one particular thing, but you'd think he'd give up on that real quick and maybe move on to something else, so. Yeah, well, it wasn't kind of... um, specified was it so i guess yeah. it's the and you just thing. know that it's like he's an old man now from yeah. how long he's been doing it yeah but but I, I i dug that idea i i thought it was pretty cool um i also liked i uh, the, the younger barry grew on me uh, like to be honest funnily enough even though i d- don't like him and i do find him annoying and i found him annoying at the end too when ezra miller sort of seemed to revert back to how he was at the start of the movie at, by the end I, I, um, I, th- I, I, much though it, I hate to say it, I did think Ezra Miller did an okay job overall, like adequate, like better than I expected Ezra Miller would do, you know? Um, oh, yeah, I mean, I feel like, um, really, I've seen Ezra in things and, like, mm. he can be kind of okay or good even, mm. um, but, the choice he made for Barry's characterization, mm. regular Barry, mm. uh, like the one we saw in the flash and everything. He just always played him a bit like a loser. Uh, odd. Yeah. A bit off. Like, yeah. yeah. Like I agree. And, so like, yeah. really, I think he could have done a good job, but he just made a choice. that he didn't really like. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, now I also said that, in, I remember when I was doing my review with Tash of the Zack Snyder Justice League, you know, his, you know, 14-hour fucking cut. Um, I actually said, as that movie wore on, Ezra Miller almost started to grow on me in a weird way. I think it's a weird... I think he's such a weird actor that I don't actually gravitate to it. But then once he gets into the work sometimes, I, I sort of... He obviously has some talent because I, I will sort of accept him on screen, you know, Initially, he's very... Oh, yeah, I would even say the scene with Barry and his mom. He was really good there at the excellent. end yeah, where, no, you know, he has to excellent. put things back. I actually really liked um, this, his mother as well. I thought that was really well done, those scenes. I, um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I get confused because I think that there's so much product pumped out of similar stuff. So in the Flash TV show, which I watched for two seasons... Am I right in saying that John Wesley Ship played his father in prison at the start? 
Yeah, it was yeah. actually kind of cool what they did with him where, you know, obviously he was the Flash in the 90s. Yes, and he yeah, played yeah, his yeah. Dad. yeah, 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 yeah. But then at one point, his dad dies, mm. but then they bring John Wesley Shipp back as Jay Garrick, who just happens to kind of look like oh. his dad. Right. And that was kind of a cool moment in the show. And then he also plays the Flash from the 90s show that shows up at one point. So and they it, had a lot of John Wesley Ship love here. Yeah, no, no, and no, no, I love him. I, I watched the show in, I want I reckon it might even have been the late 80s or maybe 1990s, but whenever I, I watched that show and between you, Batman. And, between you and me, I actually liked it <laughs> at, the, at the time. Yeah, it's a decent show. Yeah, at the time, because you know me, I always had this thing where I thought Flash would suck. You know, and it's based on nothing other than I knew he could run fast. I watched the show because we were so starved of superhero content. You'd watch anything. And I remember thinking, this is good. I was disappointed when it got cancelled. I was like, oh, I was enjoying that show. Um, it was my first taste yeah. of The Flash. But in my head, I for some reason, I thought that was going to be John Wesley Shipp playing the father. And I saw this. So I didn't really like the guy playing the father. He just didn't seem to me to be Flash material. Uh, Ron Livingston. Not a fan of Ron Livingston's work. Um, in this, he, he just—he didn't have any gravitas. Um, he was—I thought he was good when he was in prison, but all the flashbacks were so cheesy. Oh, super cheesy! Um, yeah. Actually, the original person that played his dad was Lee Crudup um, in the Justice League movies, who also played Doctor Manhattan. Oh. So there was this kind of cool thing who all the cast from Watchmen were kind of recast into the DC universe. He could have done like a Doomsday Clock thing. Anyway. Right, but he didn't play him in this. No, they recast. Oh, I wonder why. I mean, you know, like... I think I, I already didn't want to do it. Didn't want to do it. Um, I also read that um, they made the choice didn't not to do Thomas Wayne. There was some talk of them bringing back Jeffrey Dean Morgan to play Thomas Wayne as, like, the Flashpoint Batman or something along those lines. Yeah, that could have been cool. If they would have done a more, I think honestly, it might have been a better movie if they did a more faithful Flashpoint ad- adaptation mm. and have him as the Batman and then have the war between Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Like, that could have been. That could have been. Would cool. have been a completely different movie, but would have been cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, would have been a massively different film. I mean, yeah. Eh, I mean, it would be the source material that this is based on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you know, like they went their own, but sometimes they go their own direction, and I don't know. Like, but yeah, what I'm saying I'm, is, I, I'm usually fine with that. I just, yeah. the results weren't great. So that would have been wildly different. Now, let's turn to sort of towards the end, we get the sort of multiverse, uh, I don't know, alternate worlds, whatever you want to call it. Like, so I was confused. Um, can I say I fucking love that Nick Cage appearance? Um, that was great. I wish it wasn't so CGI, but it was great. I had a funny conversation with Michelle. She was de- she wasn't aware that Nick Cage uh, had been cast as Superman ever, and um, and I was like, yeah, no, this probably movie- pretty jarring for a lot of people that don't know that. She did not know it, and she was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, Tim Burton, um, the movie was written by Kevin Smith. I remember uh, downloading the um, early days of the internet, like mid nineties, downloading the script. Uh, took me forever to download on Word, printed it out, read it, loved it. Uh, this is back in like 95 or 6. Um, but she's like, doesn't count if it never made it to the screen. I'm like, yeah, but there's a photo of it. And, and now. Then, that's what I said. But now, is it, you know, I, I, I thought that was fucking cool. And he was fighting that big spider thing. And um, yeah, I, I don't know why they, very video gamey. Um, I don't know why yeah. they can't make that stuff look better. Is it just because it's so expensive that they just, they're just like, oh, it's good enough? 
I, I, I hate that attitude. I think they can, and I think people do. Um, mm. But, you know, here they just didn't. But I, I hate that attitude from studios like Warner Brothers that, like, they they want this movie to make a billion dollars, but then they put in, like, a half ass effort with the CGI, you know? Like, because that yeah, looked really I mean, there's cool. a whole thing right now about the overworked CGI people or whatever, so, but yeah. Well, yeah, but, like, I'm, you know, I'm not here to say that their work conditions aren't great, but at the end of the day, that still comes down to the studios who finance it, who have budgets, you know, there's, the work has to get turned in, you know? No, I agree. I just, I more just meant like I wasn't surprised by it. Yeah. Because it seems to be a prevalent thing right now, which hopefully can get worked out and people can get paid better. But yeah, I just meant, um, yeah. yeah, I'm not surprised at the moment when I see bad CGI. Can, can, can I, I normally don't yeah. notice it so much, but here I did just because there's so many people and babies that just look. I, like I gotta weird. say something. I don't feel like I, I don't feel like I have to solve the world's problems. I just want good CGI. You know, just sort it out, Warner Brothers. Like it's not upon me. To like fucking strike to get better pay conditions for CGI guys? Like, are you kidding? My comment is more just like, uh, <laughs> never mind, never mind. I more just mean like, yeah, Dave. Everyone knows that the CGI stuff is struggling right now. So the well, comments that you're laying down aren't rev- revelatory. I, I feel they are. No, but but like, here's here's my point though. Like, I'm playing Assassin's Creed games with better CGI. You know. Or better, whatever you want to... I don't even know what you call a video game. Like, but this the Nick Cage thing really was awesome. I, I thought it was fucking cool. But I'm like... The spider was cool, yeah. yeah just, 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 just make the face look a bit better. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm saying. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, 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 I agree. the idea was fantastic. Now... I've got a question. We also saw Adam West, Christopher Reeve. What, it was cool seeing Helen Slater with Christopher no, it was, Reeve. That was great seeing Christopher Reeve and Helen Slater. I fucking adored that. Now, here's my question. Okay. Is that um, when he – obviously, he's passed away. God may rest in peace. And um, when he flies in, sort of standing there, is, are they taking that from Superman movies or are they, have they digitally recreated that? That's, I just uh, – I don't know the answer to that question. I have to think it was digitally recreated because it looked so terrible, unless they just it made look it look terrible, terrible so it looked like everything else. It did look a bit terrible. Right, so that's not actually... Because I would have thought that from all the Christopher Reeve Superman, you could have just got a scene where he did that, you know? I, don't know. I mean, he never met... Uh, also never met Helen Slater, so they'd, I mean, they would have right. to at least be composited two scenes together. Oh, so it's... It, yeah, okay, so it's like a computer has actually done that. That's not actually footage from back in the day. Like where they've combined would, the two. I would think so. Yeah. Oh. I, mean, I also, that was cool yeah. seeing the stuff, but it could have been done a little better. And the stupid, yeah. like, yeah. you know, they had like another Earth that was like bright neon green and then a well, bright, bright neon red one was a weird choice. I've got more questions. Show it. I've got more questions. It's okay. So we, I thought it was great seeing Christopher Reeve and Helen Slater. And yeah, well, I'm not going to continue saying talk about the CGI because we accepted it. It was just not great. But it was cool seeing them. I, I actually felt that looked better than some of the stuff. How about George Reeves as Superman? Yep, that was cool. That yeah, was George really Reeves, cool. Adam West. Now, where was Adam West? Because I feel I missed it. I thought I heard him. Where, where was Adam West? Uh, they kind of just zoom in on one real quickly, and they show him, like, I don't know if he's actually in motion or not, but they show, like, him walking across the top of a rooftop or something. Okay. And was uh, he talking? I thought I heard him speak. Maybe. Okay. Now, and then they showed Jay Garrick, who was the 
Jay Garrick. Briefly. Actually, not the Jay Garrick actor from the Flash TV show. The, the guy that they showed br- very fucking briefly as Jay Garrick, he was in the early seasons of The Flash. I remember he came across and he didn't have his powers or something. And he was- yeah, but the reveal in that season is that he's not actually Jay Garrick. He's the... Oh. Uh, he's- Zoom or the second reverse flash, which oh. you know, maybe when but Jay Garrick ends up being played by John Wesley Ship in the show, so maybe they're just saying when John Wesley Ship was younger, he looked like that, or just don't think about it, or whatever. I see, or maybe that, they just made a mistake, <clears throat> right? That's a really weird choice. Then, if they if, should have put Ezra, uh, uh, Grant Gustin in just a little bit, you well, know, why like, not? Yeah, in a small role. I'm surprised yeah. he didn't get like a little bit of a run. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, was John Wesley Ship shown? No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like John Wesley Ship or Grant Gustin would have been great to have. You yeah. know, if you're only going to show him where you can barely see him anyway, it's mm. not going to be any more jarring for the casual viewer than showing Jake Garrick, right? Yeah, so, I'm confused. Like, cool. I would have thought John Wesley Ship and Grant Gustin did plenty for The Flash. You don't need yeah, to nine do nine years. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't need to do a lot with them. Like even have them. Here's the idea I've got in my head: you have them running together, you know, because Jay Garrick yeah. and, and Barry are friends, and just have those two guys running. And you could have de-aged John Wesley Ship so he looked like he looked in '89 or '90 or whatever. Yeah. You know, nope. You could have done that, but they didn't. But instead, they picked this guy who pretended to be Jerry, <laughs> Jay Garrick for like half a season. And that then they funny. talked to the actor, though, and they were like, I didn't do that. So apparently that was all done with CGI without his permission right. anyway. So. Oh, really? So he's like, yeah, I didn't even, don't, don't come at me, internet. I, I didn't get paid for this shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. So, well, right. Well, I think that answers a lot of questions. If they didn't use him and he's in real life, they certainly were using CGI for people like Nick Cage and, you know, who's obviously a little older now. Um, he was probably my favorite one. Um, when it went to the green world, a, a crazy part of me thought we were going to see like Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern or something, you know? Yeah, because that's what I, I guess what I was saying is all the worlds are like almost Green Lantern energy looking constructs or whatever, but different colors. But yeah, I thought that was kind of lame that they did that, but I would have liked to have seen some kind of Green Lantern for sure. Well, I thought, I, I actually thought we were going to, and I, and I did think it was weird. Like, it's a flat, but I thought, oh, cool, we're going to see some Green Lantern here. Like, what's it going to be? And it was. I think the green one was Nick Cage, right? Yeah, it was, which was cool. But yeah, I guess I just, I it's just an odd color choice because it's DC. If you go to the all green glowing world, you are kind of expecting some Green Lantern, you know? Yeah, apparently there was other um, worlds or cameos that were cut out that maybe we'll see later. Well, I what were some of the people they mentioned? Wonder Woman, um, Linda Carter was one. Linda Carter would have been good. Um, I'm not sure what else there was, but there, there, there was like a there was Constantine. Lo- really? Okay. Are you saying mentioned in the movie, or no, what? There was, mentioned as people wanting to see them? No, or? there was there was there's apparently a four hour cut of this movie, which I would definitely watch. Oh, I would definitely watch that. Um, Flash movie scenes cut. Yeah, there's there's a um, th- there's a four hour cut of this film. I would definitely watch it. Um, I I enjoyed the movie enough that I reckon I'd enjoy the 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 the, the cut scenes, you know, because I I think that for me it was an enjoyable film, even though I I I'm definitely on the saying yes, there were definitely definitely um how can I say uh 
it's not a perfect movie by any means, not even close. But definitely, I um, here we go. Every the Flash movie cameo that's been cut or rejected, I would definitely if if there's more cameos in it. Let's have a look here. Yeah, I see Linda Carter, Wonder Woman, mm. Jor Jorel, Marlon Brando, Burgess yes. Meredith, Penguin, and Cesar Romero, Joker. Yes, um, who was on before Cesar Romero? You said uh, Cesar Romero. Yeah. Yeah, but who did you say oh, before that? Burgess Meredith. Burgess Meredith. Who was she? The Penguin. Oh, okay. Burgess. Burgess. Maybe I'm not saying it well. Burgess Meredith. I know the, the penguin. penguin. The Penguin from the '66 oh. show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was great. Quack, quack, quack. Yeah. What about DeVito? Yeah. They could have had DeVito. That would have been cool. I mean, that's the thing is, yeah, they could have done a lot of stuff. But but, but the thing is, when you get the cameo, it's not going to be him going, quack, quack, quack. It's not going to be a big scene because they, they never do that. They always, they, This is my complaint. I'm going to give you my fucking complaint. And this covers most of the fucking comic book film industry. And get ready for this. It's nearly always sizzle, not steak. All sizzle, no steak. Like, they always, always do it, even with Michael Keaton. Let's bring Michael Keaton back. He's cool when he's in it. You could have used him a fuckload more. But we're like, it's George Reeves Superman. Yeah, that's cool. What do you do? Nothing. Stood there and looked down and, yeah. you know, um, we saw Nick Cage. Yeah, it was cool. But what about having a scene with Nick Cage? You know, like, why not? Like, I, I, I must admit I'm that guy. Like, why are we always settling? for, like, the most insignificant cameos in history. And everyone's like, oh, it's fantastic. Well, if they'd had Linda Carter, it would have been Linda Carter probably standing there doing her little switch turnaround, which is cool, but it's not what I call meaty scenes. And I'm like, in a movie that is so lightweight, that does have filler, why couldn't we give more to that kind of stuff? Like... If we see the four hours, I guarantee you it won't be meaningful scenes with these cameos at all. Like, it'll be Jor-El. I mean, how cool would it have been to have at the start of the movie Jor-El say, um, you know, how he has the speech, they have great potential and all that shit that he says. <laughs> you know, have that kind of showing. Stuff like that. Like, do, well, am I yeah, crazy? I mean, that's the problem, am I, am I, I think, crazy? with their approach to the multiverse is they just use it as, like, nostalgia when really in the comics they don't normally use the multiverse for nostalgia, right? Like, it's separate characters or separate worlds. Like, you look at Secret Wars by Hickman is mm. a big story with all these different worlds and mm. Crisis on Infinite Earth, you know, Blue Beetle's on a different world and Captain mm. Adam's on a different world, uh, Shazam's on a different world, and it's all the heroes coming together, whereas here... They're like, oh, it's the multiverse. That just means all the other movies that we've put out, you mm. know, which is a little disappointing. But you, you, you can feel what I'm throwing down, can't you? You know, can can you feel yeah. the you can you, you can sense the dissatisfaction of just always. It's just always like we're we're gonna give you a tiny little, and this is Marvel as well. This is fuck Marvel. They they do this all the time as well. We're gonna give you a tiny little morsel, and f be fucking happy, you know. And I'm like, yeah, give me more. Seriously. Um, no, yeah, I mean, I'm going to say, yeah, I was excited about Nick Cage, but overall, like, the whole cameo aspect was a letdown, and mm. I'd say a bit, a bit of a failure on their part when they could have done so much more. Well, it, it's like they've got a good idea. Like, it's like... Like, that thing with George Reeves is cool, because it's kind of like, that's back where it all started, or at least, you know, I mean, I know it was before George Reeves, but, but it's so dawn of TV kind of style stuff, and you're like... That's kind of cool meta thing as well to me. Like, because it is fictional, 
And I, I kind of like when they play with all that stuff. I just feel they could do more. Um, and in a movie where, let's face it, fucking Warners were throwing everything at the fuck, in the kitchen sink at this film to try to make it a hit, you know, because they, they it had such problems. Um, I don't know. Maybe that would have helped. Now, okay, uh, let, before we we'll, – we'll mention box office because it has been a box office disappointment. Um, I'm not – I'm not um, – that surprised. I, I, I do feel... I, I think Ezra Miller turning up to the premiere was a mistake. Probably cost them 50 to $100 million. I really do. I, I think he's that... Yeah, on- I don't know about that, but maybe. Yeah, hey. Wow. Slow down. This is Signal, my show. Um, you know, he's supposed to tick off on some of the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Adam the computer. Coming in hot tonight. Well, won't, won't agree with Dave on, on baseball. The second he turned up at the cameo, put it this way. I could sit not seeing the film. Because it reminded me what a creep he is. Um, oh, well, maybe then. I mean, yeah, maybe I just, you know, I thought everybody was kind of aware that he's in the movie. <laughs> or yeah, but, in the but movie. people, people, you, you, you know, you've got a bit of intelligence. Okay, I'll give you that credit there. You get a bit of credit for you. But a lot of people are sheep, like me, and there's a lot of Batman fans out there. And as soon as we hear Batman's in it and multiple Batman, we get very fucking excited, man. You know? Yeah. We get real fucking Batman excited. fans are so annoying. We, we just push people out of the way to get to the <laughs> cinema. We're pushing old ladies out of the way to get to the cinema just because yeah. Batman's going to show up for five seconds. You do a Flash podcast, and you're just like, oh, Batman. <laughs> I do a Flash spin-off fucking episode, you know, and, yeah. and I enjoy it. It's great, but don't get me mis- don't get it mistaken. Batman's number one and always will be. And um, oh, what I'm trying God. to say Bat is... Fans. Yeah, but, but these Bat fans, we're guzzling that Batman Kool-Aid. We fucking need that shit. And then I, hope, I wish you guys would, you know, just, <laughs> you know, put us all out of your misery. No, but we guzzling it, we're guzzling it away, and we forget about Ezra Miller and his fucking hijinks in Hawaii. And then suddenly we see that little turd turn up at the premiere, and yeah, it's displeasing. I actually said to one of my friends, the real Batman would give Ezra Miller a real tune up, you know, and and, and really show him the error of his ways, but. I, think I he, don't even really know that much what Ezra was accused of. I know he choked somebody. Choking, grooming, uh, just basically crazy shit, cults, drugs, all sorts. Lots of stuff going on. Yeah. Now, here's my yeah, point. I mean, it's definitely mentally ill. <laughs> yeah, not an excuse. Um, but anyway, my, here's my point. No, not an excuse, but it's just like, <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's other shit going on. There's a lot going on, man. But we could all use that excuse if we wanted to. We could all get. We, if you really wanted to, you could. You could burn it all down and blaze away on drugs and partying and rock and roll. And and what you could tell me in two years' time and say mental illness, I'd be like, you made some decisions, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we'll be seeing Ezra Miller for a while. No, fuck Ezra Miller. Um, but here's my point. I'm just saying to you. Let's look at the box office. Okay, it's sitting on 144 million. It's been out a week. It's made 69 only in the States. I think it, ha- it barely was about 50 on the weekend, 74 internationally, 144. It's below Black Adam's numbers. And Black Adam, I mean, that's spelt the end for The Rock in the DC. And, yeah, I, I'm not that surprised. I, I think a lot of it, 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 it's Ezra. It's the trouble production. It's the trouble DCEU in general. It's the knowledge that James Gunn's coming in and wants to wipe it all away, and will wipe it all away. All these factors, and really all they had going for it, in my opinion, was Keaton's Batman, was Affleck. Like, they've got Batman going for it, basically. 
to an audience. And unfortunately, I mean, it's probably the main enough. thing for the for yeah. the sheeple. Yeah, that's Batman. but the sheeple are the people. I mean, who, I like Batman. People are gonna start thinking I don't like Batman. I like Batman, and then you put me off of Batman sometimes, just with how me? you know me. Yeah, it's just because it's, it's just all Batman with you yeah, sometimes. It sure <laughs> is. Once you get me started, it really is. I really start to rev the engines on that bat cycle. Yeah. But but no, what I'm trying to say is it we just are, gets old. We all know he's cool. We no. all know we don't have our bat blinders on though. It's by the way, I've just got a Batman sign. I sent you the Batman sign last night. Did another picture of it. Michelle got it for me. There's a reason she's the number one yeah. girlfriend. Um, cool. I'm going to put it on the office door. You know. So you want to come in, come into the Batcave. I mean, seriously, like, uh, you know, I'm going to say something now, you're going to laugh. I love Batman. I love Batman. Like, honestly. Like, I know that sometimes it seems like I hide that, you know, but I do. Yeah. And Turns out. The sheeple. I feel like I'm hiding it sometimes. You're, fucking, you're hiding it very record. fucking strongly. You're hiding it very fucking strongly. You're playing your case. If you're a Batman fan, you're playing your cards close to your chest, Adam. Can I just say that to you right now? Because it just get, It's just whenever people, you know, can't <laughs> see beyond the bat. And all the other cool things there is, is what drives me nuts. <laughs> I probably drive you nuts, but that's okay. Um, now, yeah. here's my point. <laughs> here's my point. The sheeple are the ones who decide if a movie makes north of $500 million. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And, and this movie, it will be a financial failure. Like, this will have cost, God knows how much this costs them in real money. Uh, you know, this, is, this movie will have lost a lot of money for Warners. Just, I mean, just the sheer cost of the making of it, the, the the advertising, the endless cancelled nature of it, the delays, this and that, like, and finally it coming out. Now, in a way, and I, this may sound very cynical, in a way, although, it, you know, disappointing, but at the same time we still have the movie. I can still enjoy the movie, so I'm not that worried. Um, the fact it's not going to be one of those billion-dollar blockbusters means it makes it all the more easy for James Gunn to just wash it away, you know? And exactly. So, mm-hmm. you know, really, at the end of the day, I think kind of weirdly, everyone wins. Like, they can bring Keaton back for a Batman Beyond if they want to. They know people love that shit, but at the same time, they can do their own stuff. And I, I, and I do trust that James Gunn will have a better vision than anyone else has had for the DC Universe, you know, at Warner's. I, I, I do believe yeah. that, you know? Yeah, just uh, scrap it all. Just scrap it. Why not? Just start fresh, James. I think if you, you want to keep your Suicide Squad movie in, mm. okay, scrap the rest. Yeah. All the actors. I, I agree. No, I, I, we're in agreements. Now, I want to cover just before we go and before we give final scores, because I want to kind of just try to drive your score up a little bit. Um, that ending scene. Wow. When Clooney came out, can I just say, I've always liked George Clooney. I was like, yeah. Clooney is Batman, That's older good. now. Yeah, real good. And actually gave him a bit of... I've always liked George Clooney. Always liked him. When Barry's saying, but you're, you're not Batman, and he looked at him, and he gave him a look, and he goes, are you okay, Barry? And in that look, and that tone of voice, I was like, wow. He, I always felt he was a good Bruce Wayne. And I, I was like, wow, I'm entranced. I, I was like, look, yeah. That movie came out when I was five, mm. Batman and Robin. Sure. So I like it. Like I watched it when I was five. I still like it. Whatever. Sure. That's <laughs> so, okay. like, I'm not going to cool. argue with you. He, I think he's a good Batman. Yeah, yeah. I, I look, I, but but he's a good actor in general. And I just thought it was it was really neat seeing him. Look, they didn't get Christian Bale, who I imagine would, just had no interest. You know, um, I think they reached out to him. Yeah, of course they would. I remember. Well, of course they would have. And you know, he 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 has his own. 
career. He had the good sense to stay away, honestly. No, he does. And he doesn't need it. For this. But Clooney, I mean, look, Clooney, very popular, very successful, but his Batman, unfortunately, you know, wasn't. But having a chance to have a scene like that, I I think was great. It was fun. And 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 I think it would have been fantastic if he'd glanced behind and he looked behind and there was Wonder Woman. Diana just sitting in the in the car. I think that would have been really neat, you know. Apparently, that was uh, uh, James Gunn' idea, the Clooney thing. Well, if that's the kind of stuff James Gunn's thinking, that's really. I, I think that was a, stro- a bit of a stroke of genius. Um, and, so as, that, yeah. that that ending there is kind of like when in Back to the Future, you know, Marty gets back to the present, yes. and then, you know, Doc comes out. And he's like, "It's your kids, Marty. We gotta do something about your kids." You know, that's kind of like that where you know. Yeah. He's home, and this would be like a fun next adventure that we can all imagine that we'll probably never see. Mm. But you know, it's kind of fun the idea of him, you know, I think continuing really cool. with his. No, I think journey. it's really, I think it's really cool, and I and I think um, I was I was super happy with that. Now, look, I am surprised they they didn't use it to just wipe the slate with everything. I thought that's what was going to happen. You know, mm. kind of like the Flashpoint comic did into. Um, yeah, the, new, 52. The new 52. Sure. But they didn't really do that, so maybe we'll just get a hard stop after Aquaman and say, that's done. I don't know. I don't know how yeah, it's going to I, 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 I was never that worried because I've always felt they could just restart the whole fucking thing anyway. You know? Like, yeah. they've kept this... Look, this is going to sound horrible, but this is like keeping someone on life support. They've kept this DCEU on life support for years, and it's mm-hmm. never really fully blossomed and left and left the ICU. I know that sounds horrible, and I don't mean to. I don't mean, but I, I actually think it holds up. Like it's never really walked on its own two feet for too long. You know, it, it's it's. They've made it yeah. so easy to say goodbye though, just because it's like Wonder Woman two, not great. Shazam yeah. two, not great. Yeah. Aquaman two, apparently not great. Flash, not great. Mm. <laughs> like, it's so easy to say goodbye. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, uh, look, I like this movie. This is a movie that it will be a guilty pleasure of mine. Um, and I, I'm like, I, I agree with you. Like, let's restart. But at least I've got this. I've got some cool Ben Affleck scenes. I've got some cool Keaton scenes. I, I like the end with Clooney. I like bits of this. I did like Zod. Uh, Michael Shannon was very, was weird. He was super against this. his appearance in this. He, I quoted him on last show. He was just saying it was like basically turning up. Do you want me to quote it for you? I've got the quote here because I've got it from last show. Michael Shannon. It was weird because Michael Shannon was all over this film um, as the bad uh, guy. As yeah, the- I think his thing was in the first one. He felt like he had more of a, an arc or whatever, more development. Yeah. But yeah. I get it. But- here he was just a throwback. But go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. But, but at the same time, he's the one. Okay. So here he says... Um, it wasn't the greatest experience for him. Oh God! Of course, I don't have the full quote. But basically, he basically, in essence, he was saying this: this movie was just like turning up, and you're an action figure bashing another action figure. Um, yeah, I mean that was it, basically. But um, and I will say, yeah. uh, he has like the coolest voice. Like I just like yeah. hearing him anytime he has to talk. I really, agree. I totally agree with you. And always in these movies, in these kind of films, uh, it's funny. He's an actor's actor. Like he's a serious actor. Um, but when they turn up for these movies, they're actually really good as just the villain and stuff. And that voice is excellent, and just the callous nature of him. Like, and I get for him, it would be super unchallenging. But at the same time, I bet you it was a decent payday, and he's good in it. You know, he's good. Like, I, I felt that, and the look, 
for all the abuse we've given the CGI, whoever designed that armor and stuff that he's wearing, it looked really good. You know, I mean, the armor is from Man of Steel. Though, yeah, right? but but like in this movie, like they made it look good. Like I, I assume he he's shooting real scenes. Would that be your CGI, or is he actually wearing something? Do I don't know. Yeah. Um, we should get. It could be. Uh, okay, so I think in Man of Steel he was. Mm. Okay, so this uh, this director, I, I, I'm leading up to the. I'm le- no, let's give out. Let's give out. I want to do before we discuss. Well, real the director, quick, actually, you mentioned the CGI. I just want to say the CGI didn't always look bad. No, it was just certain parts where it looked really bad, like the fight with. Batman and Supergirl and everyone that looked pretty good, mm. but there was other parts that were just glaringly bad. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. No, I agree. I agree. It was what I would call uneven, and bits of it did look cool. Now, um, I want to give our scores before we talk about the director and his future. I'm going to give it. I've thought about this. I'm going to give it, and I and I feel I'm 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 being very realistic for myself. I'm giving it a seven point five. I want to give it an eight, but I know it's not an eight. You know. Um, it's it's a seven point five on fun. It was cheesy fun, and I, I don't actually mean it like as a great movie, but I really did enjoy it for what it was. So I'm mm-hmm. going to give it seven point five. For me, uh, I would rate the quality of the movie maybe like a six, and mm. I'd say I enjoyed it at like a seven. Okay. Um, I think there was some cool stuff. I've waited a long time for Flash movie. I was happy to see it. It was a lot better than the Green Lantern movie. So that that makes me happy, you know. Um, I think when you get around to the Flash again, maybe just do like a fun Central City story with some rogues. Could mm. be kind of cool. And then, you know, of course, do Reverse Flash as like the big bad. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I had fun. I, I sound kind of down on it throughout, but mm. like I had fun watching the movie. Okay. But I don't, I wouldn't recommend it to someone. So what's your score? Like you got to give a fan. score. What's this bullshit about six and seven? Are you giving it a 6.5? <laughs> no, no. I, I said what I gave it. I gave it a six in quality, seven for enjoyment. <laughs> wow. Well, Seelander doesn't normally endorse these kind of weird scores, but considering it's Adam and considering he has had to put up with a lot of Batman talk, we will allow it on this occasion. Um, now, just wrapping I up. I would say thank you, but that would mean that I'm acknowledging <laughs> your your garbage my emperorness now in terms of this director um i'm happy he's gonna be batman brave and the bold fucking hell yeah this guy this guy did gets batman I, i'm all for it i you were complaining um saying you didn't feel he was the right fit i, I think he's the perfect fit um did i say that no oh, did i say that yeah, in our message you said that to me offline, um, yeah. yeah i mean i guess his batman was pretty good except for like we said michael keaton didn't get a lot to do mm. um I don't know. I'm I'm a little worried about it. <laughs> I probably would have dumped the guy, but uh, we'll see. Uh, uh, what else has this he guy did directed? The, the, he did the It movie. I don't know if you realize oh, that. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, I enjoyed Which was those good, films. and then the yeah. second one wasn't as good. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed both of them. Um, but the but the first one's better than the second one. But I I enjoyed them. The It movies they're scary. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I I liked them. Right, so that's what he did. Okay, I didn't realize yet. Andy Muschietti, 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 Muschietti. Okay, and um, do we know who's playing Batman in Batman: Brave and the Bold? It's not going to be Patterson, is it? There's no one no, cast yet. Definitely, I would say not. If there's anybody in the world that it won't be, it's probably Patterson. <laughs> Pattinson. Yeah, and I don't um, think it's going to be Clue. I, I know that I hear um, Jared. Who? 
What did you say? Adam, you there? Adam, you there, buddy? No. Sorry, but... Yeah, you, I'm hearing you now. Sorry, you cut out. Um, Just just go from where you were saying. You were saying it's going to be Jared. I'll give you a one, two, three. One, two, three. Yeah, so somebody that's been apparently campaigning is Jensen Ackles, so... Oh, right. Wow. Um, from Supernatural. Yeah, the TV actor. Yeah. CW. Yeah. Soldier Boy in, in The Boys. I fucking love Jensen Eccles, but there's no way it'll be him. Um, I don't get why people, like, no offense. Like, he's good. He's a TV actor. You know, he might as well get Stephen Amell. Yeah, I don't think it'll be either of those two guys personally, but um, I don't think well, I don't be... think it'll be Stephen Amell. I just mean that they're mm. not the best actors, right? <laughs> I don't think it'll. Oh, he's okay. I mean, Jensen Ackles, he's all right, man. Um, yeah, I mean, he's about as good as Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus, if he fucking is Norman Reedus being considered? No, he's just also a bad actor. Whoa, oh, there's a hot take. Wow, <laughs> he's not good. He is not good. Okay. My mouth's right, literally whatever. open in shock at that comment. I, uh, my mouth, he's, I am, I'm open He's fun to watch. He's not a right. good actor, though, right? Like I on. love him. I love him. Daryl's my favorite character on Walking Dead. I'm, I'm dying for the spinoff. I mean, can I just say the views expressed by Adam the Computer are not necessarily the views of Signal of Doom. Um, I don't know what's going on with you. I don't know who pissed in your cornflakes today, Adam, but you are giving some hot takes, my friend. I consider myself the ideal Signal of Doom, so you are what <laughs> Signal of Doom is, and I'm what Signal of Doom should be. I'm the Signal of Doom without any morals, nothing. Just we, 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 we're guzzling down the Kool-Aid on Batman. We, you know, we have to hear your kind of bullshit like about like whatever, but you're taking shots at Norman Reedus now? Like wow. I, I did notice your semi-regular post about how you are not following what's happening on Fear the Walking Dead, by the way. He's not in there. I wanted to make a snarky comment about it on the, your post, but I didn't. You but can, you just can. know, this is like the eighth time you've posted that you can't follow that show over the seasons. I, it is, but that's Norman Reedus isn't in that show. He's in the regular show. Fear the Walking Dead. I know that, but we were, yeah. we were on that topic, and yeah. you know, well, I, the, the I, new I one looks it. good. The new Walking Dead show looks good. Oh, it's good. Yeah, Dead City. Um, Did it come out already? Yeah, yeah. We watched the first episode the other the other night. Yeah, it's really good with with um, Negan and um, Maggie. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 awesome, man. You got to check that shit out, dude. Get back with the dead. Go behind. Man. Get back with the dead, dude. Fuck it, just jump in. Just jump in, man. All you need to know is that Negan beat up and killed uh, her husband with the baseball bat and they've been at loggerheads ever since and now they're going to Manhattan, which is the island of the dead, dead city. That's it. That's all you need to know. Interesting. You're caught up, man. You're caught up. Uh, yeah, I might, man. I, I mean, I read all the comics. So. Just jump the fuck in, dude. You know? Like, yeah, yeah wow. Um, I don't even know how we got on this topic, but you, you blew me away with those comments about Norman Reedus. You kind of stunned me for a second. I was just like, wow, I've never heard anyone say that before. But, um, okay, you gave it a mixed score, which I'm not a fan of, but you did. I gave it a 7.5. Um, I, I feel we've covered The Flash in some pretty fucking interesting detail. Any final comments yeah. for Flashback fans? No, thanks for listening. Uh yeah. Hope we get back and get Flash Volume Seven Wade soon. Wade soon, yeah, man. It's 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 going to be happening. Uh, listen, kids, support the Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Signal of Doom. 
for the little as a dollar per month, you get plenty of content. Uh, Richard and myself are about to record a movie for cinema of Doom, New York Ninja. Uh, looking forward to that. And, yeah, just a lot of hits. Uh, well, was that a sign? That? That's me, man. Yeah. New York Ninja? Yeah. That's it, man. Right. Is it good? Yeah. I've, I've Have you seen it? No, no, not at all. Not at all. You record them live? Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? So like as you're watching it? Sometimes. Um, oh, okay. Not in general, but sometimes. Um, I'm just saying, man, if you ever need help, you know, with your programming for that show, <laughs> I know someone would be really good at picking movies for you. Dude, like, you know, like, yeah, your advice will be noted, but, like, at the end of the day, you're an advisor to the Emperor. And the Emperor will take your advice yeah. on board, and then we'll yeah. see what happens, yeah. you know, like, um, but, you know, I don't mind having, I don't mind having someone whispering in my ear, but you better whisper something decent in my ear, not something bullshit, ah. like, you know. I mean, I'm all I'm all about you know quality. You know, you're just doing like Lord of the Rings type stuff. Like it's really cute, but you know. No, I'm not all about quality on cinema. I'm about entertainment, man. Entertainment. Oh, okay. Yeah, entertainment, yeah, dude, right. is where it's at these days. Yeah. All right. Unless I get on my '70s kick and start picking all the '70s movies like French Connection and stuff, then it's something different again. Um, I love those movies. All right, I want to say thank you and good night.